hi eva uh, thanks for being on my show uh, director talks and it's lovely to uh, talk with a female screenwriter and so young uh, and i was <laughs> when i saw your page i was really inspired like i thought okay oh my god i have to get you on the show because i really like the script and the little quotes and the uh, dialogues that you have uh, put on your insta page they are really inspiring So how did you get to it like how did it all begin the story the idea behind it is it a true story or is it like inspirational or anything how did it begin Uh well first thank you so much for having me and I'm so glad you like this script um it is not a true story but it is there are parts of it that are based in life mostly where the actual script is set which is in a um little mountain town in the blue ridge mountains that's where my dad currently lives is a little mountain town but it began um i really like to write about like family dynamics um and i wanted specifically to write about a generational setting so that's sort of where the story started and it started with um the character of Mason who is the main character in the script um and his relationship with Abigail who is his daughter and everything sort of stemmed from just wanting to write about those two characters and how they interact with one another right so mason is basically inspired by robert dowdy junior and yeah. <laughs> is it because he has a addiction uh, past like you know the story is about an a father who has been an addict and then he gives up his daughter but then there is all those dynamics flashbacks coming in that i read uh, it's kind of a flashback story so with abigail in his life how does he react to it or either like how does it come about how uh, can you just describe the characters uh, in your story like briefly for the audience yeah of course um mason was a little inspired by Robert Downey Jr more so in his attitude because he's like a fast talker and he's very witty and sarcastic and that is the character of Mason. Mason is a man who is like very smart um and caring deep down but has some pretty terrible judgment and just makes poor decisions with the best of intentions a lot. Um so he obviously is the main character and he is a man who has struggled on and off with addiction throughout his life um and he was originally attached to Abigail's mother who's a character named Heather and we see Heather through flashbacks throughout the script so the flashbacks are kind of integrated into the present time when he is meeting Abigail and he remembers different moments with Abigail's mother like throughout their addiction and then um when they find out they're having Abigail and how Heather was the driving force of wanting to start the family and maybe solving their addiction problems but Mason just doesn't quite get there um and then we see Abigail who is Mason's daughter at the start of the script she is 18 and she has grown up her whole life within the foster system she never actually got adopted so that has obviously shaped her upbringing and her personality in some ways. She's a lot like her father in that she's also like smart and witty but very caring on the inside, but she took a lot of the roads that he did not in terms of managing the the events throughout her life. She understood very early 
that she was going to have to be responsible for herself and she was going to have to lift herself out of the circumstances she was in if she wanted a better life. Um, and then you have Mason's parents, Abigail's grandparents, Dale and Edith. They live um, within their house and Edith is kind of the protective mother. She is a conduit between all the characters, but she's not overly pushy. She wants everyone to kind of find their path in their own way. Um, and then Dale is Mason's father and they have a very tumultuous and tension-filled relationship because of Mason's addiction issues in the past. Um, Dale kind of pushed Mason to be a really responsible adult um, and maybe pushed a little too hard and in ways that Mason didn't resonate with or appreciate. And so it created a gap in their relationship that just grew over time. Um, and that comes to the forefront within the script as it starts off with Mason getting out of rehab and going back to live with his parents. And then the next day, Abigail showing up at the house and they have no idea, Mason's parents have no idea she even exists at all. So he comes home and there she is sitting in between his parents like, hello, it's me. So that is the whole gist of the uh, story. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So have you thought about uh, writing it into a book or is it just the screenplay that you have written? Like, are you going to come out with a book first? Like um, I had thought about it originally, but I think, I think the story lends itself more towards being a screenplay and eventually a film. Um, in my, I, like when I envision it, I can see it and hear it go in my head as if it was a movie. And I think um, with the setting of it, with it being in the mountains, it has a very heavy visual of like reliance on different mountain sceneries and things like that. And then um, I, I was originally a music major in college. So music is a very important thing to me and something that I like to work with and movies lend themselves to having music within the scenes and being able to use that almost as a character or a narrator of sorts. Um, so that's what drew me to a screenplay over a book. I had thought about it, but I think it probably lends itself better to being a visual format. Okay, so as you said, you are a, a music graduate. Uh, yeah. So while writing, how did you visualize it as a writer or as a musician? Like, or maybe two separate things? How was it? Um, I think there was elements of both in there. Uh, I make extensive Spotify playlists uh, to write to that help me get into the mood of each character and the mood of each scene. And as I write the screenplay, um, I would pick out certain songs that I knew I would want in the background if it were made into a film or something like that. And so the music always played a heavy part in what I was writing. And so I think being a music graduate actually helped me a lot within the writing process because I could lean on it as a tool to help me like figure out exactly what I wanted a scene to look like and to sound like um, and things like that. So when the script will be made into a film, uh, will you direct the music as well or will you uh, just sit back and let somebody else do it? I would music. love to pick the music for it. Um, 
like I said, I have an extensive Spotify playlist. It's got like over a hundred songs on it. So I would have some stuff to narrow down from. Um, I would love to pick the music because I have a pretty solid sense of what I would want the music in the film to sound like and the kind of mood and tone I would want it to set. Um, so yeah, that would be so much fun, honestly. I think that would just be an adventure to be able to actually pick it out. How about directing it? Would you love to direct it as well? Or you would, who will be your favorite person <laughs> to like direct this film? Um, I think I would like to be involved, but I don't necessarily know that I would like to direct it because I think that having somebody else direct it who could like, see it in with fresh eyes. I wrote this screenplay when I was, sorry. I wrote the screenplay when I was uh, 24 mm -hmm. and now I'm almost 27. So I've had it in my brain for quite some time. Um, and I think that having somebody with fresh eyes who could see the, like, the cinematography of it and also see the scenes and the characters and the relationships and like help make that its best visual format would be nice. Um, I don't know exactly who I would want to direct it. I haven't, there are lots of directors that I like, but I haven't like settled on one human being that I'd be like, that is the person. Um, but I think someone else directing it, if I could consult on it would be really cool. Great. Uh, so uh, what are your thoughts like about the film? Uh, do you want it? Um to be made now or how is it uh, getting gaining a response in the film festivals like i saw uh, you have uh, received a lot of awards recently uh, i think uh, indie short uh, film something like that right and montreal uh, independent yeah. film festival so it's doing pretty well the uh, script so how is the response from the film uh, committee or community yeah it's a starting to pick up some steam which was a surprise to me um it won just recently the best unproduced script in the chicago indie film awards and then right now it's an official selection in the montreal independent film awards and um a couple other festivals reached out and asked me to submit it so i'm waiting to hear back from those as well it it's been a little wild because i like I said, I originally wrote the script when I was 24 and I just recently like rewrote it from the ground up starting in October, just like went back through and completely redid it. And I, at the end of November, like two ish weeks ago, I hadn't totally finished it. And then the Chicago Indie Film Awards reached out and said, Hey, we'd like you to submit it. They reached out on the Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, so I had to like kick it into turbo mode and finish so I could do that by the deadline. Mm -hmm. uh, and since then, in the two weeks, like it's it's just been an insane thing. Um, everyone who's received it has been really nice about the feedback and um, really enjoyed the script, which is wonderful, but also a little surprising because it's my first screenplay mm -hmm. and I didn't like, I didn't go to film school or anything. So I just took a like one online class to figure out how to write this. And so it's just been received really well so far. And I've been enjoying that and hope that I can keep that momentum up as well. Are any uh, producers approaching you to ma make it or uh, any directors, anyone from the 
LA um, or New York or somewhere <laughs> not anyone big yet i've had a couple of like smaller people who do management or like directors who have done like maybe one or two films be like oh hey i'd love to be involved when this gets produced but it hasn't quite hit anyone who um would have the means to actually work it towards production but that's i think that's okay i think it's still it's in its early stages of gaining mm -hmm. um some publicity so i'm hoping that as we go further into these different festivals that it'll gain a little more traction with people that can help it bring it to life yeah that's true bring it to life so any favorite uh, scene from the film that you would like to uh, describe it to the audience or any favorite dialogue uh, situation between the father and the daughter or something like that one of your oh, favorite there's oh there's a couple um i think so within the beginning of the film mason is a bit reluctant to get to know abigail because this is such a deep and shameful secret um that he's had since she her mother passed away um but there's a scene mason takes a lot of pictures um and there's a scene when he comes home and abigail is sitting on the couch looking at one of his old uh photo albums of pictures of that he took of her mother and so he comes and sits down next to her and starts like describing the different pictures and this is kind of his way of trying to bridge the gap because they had previously gotten in an argument about the fact that he has been really reluctant to get to know her and um there's a painting actually plays a big part in the screenplay abigail paints and heather used to paint and there's a image that heather painted that hangs over the mantle in the living room in the story and abigail sees a photo of it in the photo album and she asks mason like what is this place and he says oh it was one of heather's favorite places um and then he looks at her and he says do you want to go there so they end up going to this really spectacular um overlook on the blue ridge parkway which is based on an overlook that me and my dad go to literally every time i go visit him and it's one of my favorite scenes just because it's the first time that they get to bond a little bit and it would be so beautiful to actually see it and see them in like a like a really just drop dead gorgeous view like that and also getting to know each other on like a personal level for the first time that's good that's beautiful so i think your dad has played a big role in this uh, writing uh, has he supported you i feel there is oh, a yeah. certain uh, connection out there with the script is it true oh yeah my dad is super supportive i did clarify to him that mason is not based on him um <laughs> yeah because i didn't want him to to think that but he's been very supportive of the script and always supportive in my life um he's just been like a backbone for me the whole time and we're very close um but yeah the script is heavily based on his town and things that we go do together so that was the actual real life influence to it was just things that i enjoyed doing with my dad when i get to see him because we do live far apart um and he read the script and called me the other day and he was like i love this this is amazing that's so impressive and he like he's just down for everything like 
he wanted a copy of the little picture that I've been using as the poster and things like that. Like he's always just down to support me. And that's been really, really helpful at times when I was like, I don't know why or if I should be doing this. So yeah. So your Instagram post, all of it you have edited it like it's very beautiful. The poster and the pictures and the code like the dialogues, I would say not the quotes. All of it is really beautiful, very eye-catchy, and it you. inspires you to like. Actually, I wanted to do more about the story, but I know we don't have to give out the details. It will be like a <laughs> spoiler for everyone, so I wouldn't go there. But then it is amazing your page. Uh, it's beautifully edited. I would thank say. you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it started off um, as that I was made like a couple of those edits in private and was always texting them to my best friend, yeah. and I was like, well. I can't just blow up her phone all the time. Like I need somewhere to channel all of this energy. So I made it and then it became a publicity and marketing tool. Um, but it's a lot of fun. I really try to make it look pretty and then put the music onto the different posts so that I can give a more like rounded experience of what I would want those scenes to look like and sound like that I put the dialogue on since I don't have an actual like movie to cut clips from that's about as close as I feel I can get so yeah. that was the thought process behind that okay so Eva before we wrap it up uh, would you like to give send out a message to the audience about your page your script your film and uh, to young people mostly who are not going to film school but still have something in their mind and they would like to write it out as a uh, their own story or anything to make it out into a film any message for all of them ah yes um well first you can find the instagram page at um at the mountains are calling film on instagram and i post every day and i hang out in the messages to talk or comment or anything like that um and in terms of for anyone who hasn't gone to film school but is still interested in film uh, i would definitely say don't let the fact that you haven't gone to film school stop you. You have to, if you're truly passionate about it and it's something that you want to do, then it's worth it. You just have to be prepared to put in a decent amount of hard work. Um, and you have to be prepared to go for what you want, no matter what kind of obstacles come up for you or um, how hard, it seems at some times because it's not always going to seem like something achievable, but that doesn't mean that it isn't or is, yet yeah, isn't something achievable. So I would just say, as long as you're truly passionate about it, you should go for it because it is worth being able to do something in the end that you are passionate about. So thank you, Eva, once again for being on my show. It was lovely talking to you and I thank hope you, it gets made into a film the mountains are calling is wonderful i would love to see it on screen uh, very soon uh, thank Me you so too. Much. yeah have a wonderful evening and a wonderful thank day. you yeah thanks for being there yeah thank you goodbye goodbye bye